Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and joined in the studio by Clayton the Claw Harris running the board for us. And we've got somebody, a special guest today that you guys uh, need to pay close attention to and lend an ear. Mr. Mr. Jack Blackstone. We're just going to call him Black Jack. I like, I like, I like nicknames, so we're just going to call him Old Black Jack. Good afternoon, Black Jack. Good afternoon, Drake. Uh, all I'm right. Happy to be here. Good. Thank you for coming in. And Clayton. How's I, it going? I'm doing fine, sir. And you? I'm, Thursday I'm at – go ahead. I'm here. Okay. Thursday afternoon, March 2nd. Uh, a little overcast day here in Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, just on West 7th Street. You're listening to WKOM 101.7 FM, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And we've got a lot to go over this afternoon for the next – Oh, 50 minutes or so and the first thing we're gonna we're gonna start off with are those Vanderbilt Commodores I don't, I don't I just I don't know if you you people heard the news or not but they have arrived on the college basketball scene uh, scene Jerry Stackhouse has those guys playing some serious basketball they, they really are. And you look at where they were towards the beginning of the year, midway through the season, you could tell they were starting to get better. They had that kind of setback down in Tuscaloosa. Uh, but other than that, since then, uh, you know, they got the big win in, in Nashville against Tennessee. And then to go on the road and beat, you know, Kentucky the way they have. In Kentucky. I, I've never seen so much blue. And I was watching that game last night. And I'm telling you, I've never seen so much blue in my whole entire life in one crowd. It was—it's kind of incredible if you—if you just kind of scan the uh, the spectators there at Rupp Arena. I mean, it's all blue. I mean, it's enough to make you seasick. You know, I'm just I, I, I tell you, if Vanderbilt had beaten LSU last week, we're talking about them being in the tournament right now. What do you think, Jack? Is that Jack's, Jack's I mean, not as his head, his head yet. Yeah, LSU looks looks bad now that loss, but they're seven and one in their last eight SEC games. Good wins at Florida over a, at the time number six Tennessee, and then of course at Kentucky yesterday. It's it's getting more it's getting more impressive for Stackhouse and those boys. Well, and you know Stackhouse Stackhouse kind of uh, was talking the talk not long ago. He he told he told people he said I guarantee you. We're gonna get this program back to where it was and get get and start beating some of these people on a consistent basis. And by God, here we are. Here we see it. I mean, they've they've come on now. I don't. Th- unfortunately, I think he's off to the NIT. Like Vanderbilt has a long history lately, uh, a recent history with the NIT. But uh, you know, get get Stackhouse out on the recruiting trail. Get him. A couple of more, he, you know, he's got some, he's got some inroads to some pretty, pretty good DNA uh, with some athletes, in, uh, athletes and their sons coming through the NBA. I mean, you know, Scottie Pippen Jr. was one of them. Right. Currently, right now, Vanderbilt's sitting at the sixth seed, tied with Missouri, both with a ten and seven conference record. Uh, so everybody's got one game to go this Saturday. 
And then the seating for the SEC tournament will begin. Uh, the tournament begins yeah. next Wednesday up the road in Nashville. You got to start thinking about that tournament because it's, yep. it's in Nashville. You're gonna have you're gonna have home crowd. You're gonna have people backing you. Um, and you know you're looking at seven one in your last SEC, eight SEC games. So they're That's... they're clearly de- dealing well with the conference. And so I would I would watch out for them a little bit in that tournament. Well, I, you know, and they're playing. And you know, we'll have to see what happened to Robbins. Now he. Uh, yep. their big tall Liam Robbins, and I want to say he's seven foot, isn't he? Can he ride at seven feet tall yeah. or something like that? I mean, he's a big Darn, dude. He went down with just just over four minutes to go in the first half. He he tweaked an ankle or either did something to his right foot or right ankle, but he's had right foot problems for some time. That's kept him that's kept him kind of limited in play. So we're trying to figure out. We haven't heard yet how serious that is but uh but you know you need that big tall presence on the inside if you're gonna you're gonna do anything i mean with guys like uh well i mean they're all every sec team has a at least one or two big tall guys in the middle and vanderbilt needs him uh even though they were playing five guards at one point last night against Kentucky and ended up beating Kentucky in Rupp Arena 68-66 behind 23 points from Jordan Wright. Um, Then uh, uh, talking about big guys, Kentucky's big guy, Toshibwe, right? Is that that the way you pronounce it? Toshibwe. Toshibwe. yeah, the T the, the okay. okay. Oscar Sheboy. Okay. He had 21 points and 20 rebounds yeah, he, uh, for Kentucky, but it wasn't enough as Vanderbilt prevailed by two, uh, 68-66. And, um, you know, it kind of it, – it, it, it choked up Jerry Stackhouse a little bit. I'm not going to lie. He was, he was a little emotional. Um, Jordan Wright was sitting next to him there at the press conference and uh, after the game and – uh, he talked about when he came to when Stackhouse came to Vanderbilt. He brought that same year. He brought in Jordan Wright, and he knew that Jordan Wright had it in him. And uh, by God, he hung twenty three on Kentucky last night and propelled Vanderbilt to a sixty eight sixty six win. Like I said, uh, that ends a fourteen game losing streak to Kentucky by the Commodores. So it's about time to get that monkey off their back. You know what I mean? When they beat Tennessee, it was the first time in 11 tries, which goes all the way back to 2017. So he's doing what he said he was going to do. He's he's restoring the program uh, to where they're not not that pushover that Georgia has become over the last few years anymore. You also got to look on the the other side of this. You know, it just continues to be a kind of what-if season – for Kentucky, I mean, this was a team coming into the preseason that was supposed to be a top ten, you know, competing for a high seed in the tournament. And you know, they have, you know, the leader Shibway is, you know, is a, was supposed to be a wooden finalist, and he's he's putting up the numbers. He's the leading rebounder in the nation, but it seems a little bit hollow. They're just not able to what? finish these these games late. And, and, and they're they're in danger of not being a getting a first round bye in the SEC tournament because they got to go to Arkansas this weekend and that's not going to be easy and currently Kentucky is at the four seed right now Tennessee also has to go to Auburn they're at the number three seed so those first those three and four and they spots, all could they could very easily lose this weekend and that's where Missouri and Vanderbilt if they take care of business could end up bumping themselves up into that now, top four now does Alabama take on A&M not A&M this weekend is it 
Yes, it's at A and M. So imagine if Alabama had not come back from that seventeen points loss last night. I mean that win last night. They came, Alabama came down and pushed the game into overtime, and they were down seventeen at one point to Auburn in Tuscaloosa at Coleman Coliseum, and they they came back, put it in overtime, one by five in overtime, ninety to eighty five, and clinched the SEC champion regular season championship. Had they not done that? and had not come back from 17 down, and had not won last night in overtime, taking the loss by Auburn, that means they would have had to have gone to A&M, the second-best the second team basically in the, in, in the, in the SEC, it would have been a and win. It would have been a championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been a regular season championship game. So I know. But now, but Imagine now, Nate Oates is yeah. the most relieved person probably in the country has to be – it has to be Nate Oates, Alabama's head coach, because he doesn't have to, you know. They, they need some time off, man. I, I'm telling you, the last, ever since all this came out a week ago Tuesday about Brandon Miller and his situation involved in uh, the, the murder that night uh, on January 15th, they have not played well. They've come out very flat in every game, and they've had to come back uh, in the second half to, to get a win. And um, – they need some time off. Well, I, and I was discussing um, that game last night uh, with another Alabama fan. I'm going to you know, admit that I was talking to another Alabama fan, and he was shaking his head a little bit. And I, and I agree with you. They came out flat. They, it's it's Auburn. They look a little tired. For you know, championship. You yeah. know, I mean, they just they just first half they look a little tired, and they but they've got that. Yeah. Think about that team. They've got that thing. It's almost NBA ish. In the in the sense, you know, hey, it's third quarter, man. We're down by 12, 14 points. We need to get our proverbial, you know, what together and and start playing some basketball. And it's like they flip a switch. Don't you agree, Jack? I, I think that's important late in late in the season when you get near these tournament games. Um, you can say they're coming out flat or they're not starting uh, how they should, but getting reps in close games and finishing close games and figuring out, you know, what stuff you're going to run when it comes down to these high-stakes games and who's ready to take these shots. Um, they've proved they can pull these out um, several times in this last week and a half. So I think that could bode well for them going toward uh, higher-stakes games upcoming. I, I agree. I think that that experience of winning close games come tournament time is huge. And I'm telling you guys, I, I think with what they did last night, it's a done deal. They're going to at least be a one seed. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and, and just one more thing on Alabama and, and their – prowess of being able to be down and kind of reach down and find what it takes to come back and win a ball game. Well, they've been there before. They've done it all season. They've been down. I want I don't know how many I don't know how many times they've been down double digits, I'm sure, but I'm going to take a guess from what I remember. I would say there's a good 4 to 6 games this past year where they've been down by double digits at one point. There's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of basketball teams, much less uh, upper-tier basketball teams, that can say that they, in the course of a 30-game season or whatever, regular season, whatever it is, that there's maybe four or five or six games where they were down second half and by double digits, you know, and, and come back and came back and won the ball game. Well, look who played big for him last night. Quinterly. Yeah. He's a fifth-year senior. senior. He's 24 years old. You know, this guy could have thrown a fit. 
He was put on the bench at the start of the season, coming off the ACL tear from last year. He has played his role perfectly, and now he's starting to look like the old JQ from old. Absolutely. And if it wasn't for him, we don't win that game last night. There you go. I just – I mean, and it shows people can step. I mean, he's, he's averaging only 15 minutes a game this year. I mean, he's, he's – he's, his role is down, like you said, and he's he's accepted that. And just to be kind of that last guy on the bench and step up to be the leading scorer and lead that lead that big pushback uh, at the end of that game and in overtime, and it shows the depth they got going. And that's that, right. That's it, the depth. That's exactly because that, that shows you when Alabama's able to keep somebody like Quinterly on the bench and – you know, use him sparingly. And, you know, and it might be a knee thing. You know, Coach, you know, Nate Oates is smart. Believe me, if Quinterly was as in good a shape and 100% ready to go, uh, he would. I would think he would be in the ball game. But I, I, think, I think Nate Oates knows that, you know, coming back from that type of injury, you can't. You can't just take the reins off of him and let him go. Well, he's got three. I mean, he's got three guys on the team that could be a starting point guard anywhere: Jalen Bradley, Mark Sears, and now Quinterly. I mean, right? It's like it, it, it's and, like he was saying. I mean, and the, remember the this: being built is remember this. Remember this: if you've been watching March Madness over the years, the teams at the end have excellent what? Yep. Guards. Guards. That's right. They got excellent guards. They got excellent guards that know how to distribute the ball, know how to eat, know, know how to play good defense, know how to distribute the ball, and feed uh, your complimentary players like Brandon Miller. Get him the ball in different spots to get him open because he's going to be, I promise you, once March Madness starts, he's going to be hard to handle, whoever, whoever they go up against. And – Guess what? They could start out in Birmingham. There's a good chance if they're, <laughs> if they're the number <laughs> you know one overall, I mean, they'll be in Birmingham, and if they advance out of the first two rounds, sleep in their own bed. They'll go to Louisville. Yeah. I mean, how awesome would it be to be playing and it's like playing a home game? You're sleeping in your own Praxing apartment your wherever own, you yeah. are, and yeah. practicing on campus. Go through your home home schedule routine. The only the only difference is you're driving, you know, 45, 50 minutes up to the ball game. Of course, they they might stay up there in Birmingham. You know. I mean, I'd rather stay. stay I'd, rather, I'd rather stay at Four Seasons and stay at my house. I'm going to be honest. They'll probably you know. stay at the Winfrey. Wouldn't y'all? I mean, I mean come on. The, I mean, wouldn't you, do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, come on. So, anyway. Um, well, anyway, last night, uh, it's just, I think it's an early little insight and gift into the craziness that March Madness is going to bring. We'll talk a little bit about a little bit about that on the back side of this break. This is the front page Front page, front front porch sports radio hour. We'll be right back. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by Clayton the Claw on the board. And our very special guest today, Jack Blackstone. And we're just going to, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm doing it right now. We got Blackjack in the studio with us with Clayton the Claw. And we are just finishing up talking about uh, a little shot in the arm of some early March madness we got last night as the Vanderbilt Commodores upset. And I, I'm going to use that word. It was an upset. Absolutely. At Rupp Arena. Mm-hmm. They went in there and beat uh, Kentucky, almighty Kentucky. And all in, their five stars. In Rupp and all their one and done five stars. Kentucky took the lead in that game last night. Vanderbilt won 68-66 in regulation. And, and Kentucky took the first lead of the ball game with one minute and five seconds to go in the second half. Wow. So, you know, Vanderbilt held the lead for, you know, for the basically the whole ball game and ended up holding on uh, in the end to win at Kentucky to end a 14-game losing streak to Kentucky. And that's the first win in Rupp Arena at Kentucky since 2007. Anchor down. 16 years, you know. 
So that means the last time a graduating senior for Vanderbilt graduates this spring, the last time they Vanderbilt their school beat Kentucky, beat Kentucky, they were in kindergarten basically. Wow. So there you have it. Wow. I mean, yeah, in, in Kentucky, that's in Kentucky. Um, let me let me make that clear. Okay, uh, but they might have lost their big center, Liam Robbins, like I reported earlier. They lost him with four minutes to go in the ball game and still managed to win. They had 21 points from Tyron Lawrence and 23 points from Jordan Wright to propel Vanderbilt to the victory at Rupp. Congratulations to the Doors. And, uh, you know, somebody took a, a bag hit, bad hit, and, and that was Tuesday night against Arkansas when um, Zakai Ziegler, one of the best point guards probably in the SEC, if not the country, I would say. Oh, I thought you were. T- you said bad hit. I thought you were talking about the TCU Texas game, <laughs> uh, and the way that ended it minus three or plus three. No, I did not. I, you're gonna have you're gonna have to do that. But let me get through the Z- Zakai Ziegler, the uh, great point guard for the Tennessee Vols. Uh, it's pretty much gone for the season. He torn his tore his left ACL Tuesday night against Arkansas uh, as the Vols won seventy five fifty seven. And it looks like the Vols are going to be without their Naismith Defensive Player of the Year semifinalist, Zakai Ziegler, for the rest of the season. And, and that's a big hit. It's huge. Because we, we know how important guard play is. Sure. Once we get into March Madness tournaments, whatever the deal is, because you're, you know, playing every third day or whatever, however that works out. But they're, you know, you, you need a point guard. I mean, you know, and you need a good one. And teams that make it deep into the tournament have – Good point guards. So uh, unless they're flying one in for Europe, I don't see one that's going to replace. Well, you know them. the Vol- Vols have a lot of yeah. that Eastern block. You know a lot of those well, guys. Well, say, yeah, you know. What they, they, what they, they, Vescovy, Vescovy, that there is, is that. Yeah, that's right. Say, yeah, so, yeah. He, he's a he's an okay player. He doesn't jump off the page. He's not extremely athletic, but he's been there. I, what is it? He's like a fourth or fifth year. He's like thirty six. Yeah, he's not, I mean, he's good dudes. Oh, going to what you're saying about guard play in tournament. I mean, I he's always come across to me as a very level head. And I don't think he's going to win them games necessarily, like Ziegler may have. But I don't think he'll lose them games. I don't think he's going to. He got pretty emotional against Alabama. That'll turn. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, level-headed or not, he was pretty fired up and pretty emotional in Knoxville the last time they they, when they beat Alabama. So, and 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Look, basketball is an emotional game. Don't get me wrong. And Plavis, you know. Where do they find all these guys, Jack? Yeah. Do you know? I mean, just having a fifth-year senior to to have as a backup point guard is is a better situation than your star point guard going out and you're left with a freshman. <laughs> with a freshman. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree totally. And, and I'm not saying Tennessee's going to fold. I'm just saying at this point in the year when you lose your main – I mean, your – your quarterback. That's right. it. That's, that's a mean, good description. Know, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're, you know, you're you're putting your you're putting yourself back up against the wall. Uh, so, um, sorry for the for the Vols loss on that. Um, now tell, what are you talking about the TCU in Texas? TCU they, was they've it? got a cool court. Hold on. What about that court? <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm telling you, you know, back in my college days, that court would have. Done something to me. I don't know if I sat there and stared at it long enough, but I'm, I'm just saying. Have you said what about that core? It's it? it's pretty cool. It's pretty good. Here's the deal. Okay. TCU is a three point favorite, and they had the ball with under ten seconds left, up three. 
So you're, no, you're so looking, they're, they're looking push. at a push. They're looking at a push. They had a wide open layup, and the guy goes up and dunks it, right? Texas inbounds the ball. They're up. TCU's up five. Texas comes down. Was that like how much time? I'm in- under five seconds. Okay. Texas comes down, hits a mean, meaningless three at the buzzer. Wins by two. Wins by two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're thinking at that point, I'll take the push. Just hold right? the ball. Yeah. Just hold the ball and I'll take the push. I'm good to or, go. Or don't I mean, foul him. And don't, yeah. uh, everything's great, you know. And you know, you, you move on to the next ball game That's as far it. as as far as a gambler. And this guy <laughs> yeah. decides he's gonna dunk on him. <laughs> Extend the lead to five, and then Texas comes down and nails the three. That might have made what you call it's bad beats. Oh, right? what, that was Scott Van Pelt, yeah, no, Scott, no doubt. I mean, he's going to have to make it. All right. Well, uh, in the college football world, world Jalen Carter, who's pr- predicted to be a first-rounder for sure. Possibly number one overall. A defensive tackle from Georgia. Um, he was has been cited by the Georgia – I guess state police or whoever is involved, wherever they were there in, um, after they won the national championship, there was a group of uh, a few players and uh, staffer uh, Chandler LaCroix was her name. Devin Willick was a teammate's name that were both killed in a car accident. And um, Mr. Carter, it seemed as though they were leaving a club and headed to, uh, somewhere to eat and they were racing each other and Miss um, LaCroix I guess lost control of her car um, reported at 100 top speed of 104 miles an hour weaving in and out of traffic lost control somehow uh, wrecked it and Devin Willick lost his life a teammate of Jalen Carter's and Chandler LaCroix a, a Georgia staffer she was around 24 years old Lost her life. Um, well, they've cited Jalen Carter for racing, reckless driving maybe, ra- racing. And he says he looks after the combine this week, which when is, this, when is the first official day? Uh, they are, are they up there working right now. Tomorrow, I think, is when it really gets going. Oh, really? Are they, they, are they just kind of going through the motions They're right meeting, now? meets and everything. The meetings are already happening. And he already came but, back. Today. But the timing and everything like that. Well, Jalen Carter says, I look forward to getting back down to – uh, the Athens area and going to court and, and getting the truth out of exactly what happened. So, yeah, and I'm not he, saying Mr. Carr was not driving the car. He was not, you know, he was just in the car. Right. And, and he did not, they did not, they actually, uh, now Miss LaCroix's alcohol content was, uh, like a point one point nine seven or something. It was up there. Ooh. Yeah. Now, Mr. Carter, he came back to the scene of the accident about an hour and a half after it happened. Oh. And the police said that he did not seem to be intoxicated. Okay. Now, I, I don't know. Can you sober up in an hour and a half? Again, it goes back to you know what Jim Billis was saying about Brandon Miller's personal rights and – I got you. And personal decision making in this process too. And sure. You know, if the young man wants to get his name cleared, he's gonna have every opportunity. There there you go. His day in court will come. Absolutely. So so that's what's happening with that. In the NFL news, uh the Jags, Trevor Lawrence, and they, they were talking to the coaching staff down in Jacksonville. And you know what? Jacksonville might be a dark horse to win the AFC next year. I'm just I don't I, disagree. I'm just saying. I don't disagree. If you can find some good odds on them, and, some, and Jack, uh, Black Jack's over here, he's shaking his head. What, 
I mean, you know, there's no way they can win that. There's no way they can compete with the, with Patrick Mahomes and you know a good, a really Cincinnati. great, de- a really great defense with a very efficient throwing offense. I don't. Lot- think, I don't think they're sniffing the Bills or or the Bengals or the Chiefs. I think those three are going to be. Uh, but you think that they're in a, they're in a, they're in tier one. So if you're going to tier them out, they're in tier one. Yeah, a four a four seed would be would be the high achievement point for the Jags next year. Okay, I, I get. I, and I'm not I'm not going to lie. However, they will have the services of Calvin Ridley. Very nice. And where do you, where do you play where do you play football there? Oh, he's play? at the University of Alabama. That's correct. And he got suspended for. Gambling on I wonder, soccer. I wonder if he's putting any bets on them winning. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what, what was he gambling on? Well, he was hurt. He, he wasn't even active. I don't think, and I don't know what he bet on. Honestly, it, he, <laughs> it was some NFL games. Okay. All right. Well, you know, it wasn't wasn't any that he was he was playing in. Yeah, huh. and I think that matters. So you can go to the craps table and lose two million dollars if you want, but you if you're if you're if you're Tom Brady. Right, but you can't. But you can't if if your shoulders bummed out. You can't go to the local sports book and put a bet down on the New England Patriots. Right, I I think so. I mean, you I mean know, that, he got punished worse for that than the dudes who beat up their wall. You know, it's crazy. Just get one I mean, of your buddies to do it. Yeah, you know, give him the cash. They go put this on this guy. Well, I, I think it was a matter of Calvin Ridley really felt as though he wasn't doing anything wrong. I, I, think I mean, he, you know, he was I mean, on Fanduel or something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was doing it on his phone. Yeah, I mean, so. But anyway, this year uh, Calvin Ridley is going to be at the Jags. So you're going to have Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, who's been kind of revived down there um, since he got there from what New York. I think he played the New York Giants, um, but. Last year, Lawrence worked out with Kirk and Evan Egram down the Bahamas. They took a little vacation, went down there and worked out a little bit. And obviously it paid off. They look great this year. Um, And so now they get Calvin Ridley in there. And you get ETN settled in. I'm just telling you. And you get a a mean, uh, slobber-knocking defense like Jacksonville's been known for. Uh you just okay? I know Black Jack says now they'd be lucky to be a four. I, I definitely think they win the AFC South. I mean, I don't think there's any question <laughs> well, in my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, Rand Carthen said, you know what, guys? Ryan Tannehill's our quarterback, and y'all just going to have to deal with it. And that's – he said that, I think I read just the other he day. Did, he did say that. Okay. Well, we're just going to have to deal with it. I guess we'll deal with it. We're going to have to. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's other do, – Jack, do you think there's other things that should be I dealt think, with with this Titans before we start dealing with Ryan Tannehill? Or do you think the quarterback position in Ryan Tannehill is in such bad shape? Uh, my, my, my feelings are that Ryan Tannehill's a little bit uh, over-scapegoated and underappreciated in Tennessee. Uh, he is the highest winning percentage quarterback we've ever had, particularly against the AFC South. He dominates the AFC South. We haven't had any quarterback. Even Steve McNair, you know, got routinely run by the Colts. You know, he wins games. You know, he doesn't He doesn't make flashy highlights or be super okay. likable or super interesting as a quarterback, but he, he wins us. I mean, he, he manages and he, and he wins, and he beats the AFC South, which – for all of my life, we've struggled a lot to do. 
until he has been at the helm. And yes, things went bad down the end of this past season, but that was from him, you know, not being healthy and not playing and us relying on a rookie who didn't show much of anything at all. <laughs> who no. ended up being a bust of yes. third round. Well, 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 you know, just call it. You know that's his first year. Peyton Manning sucked his first year. I mean, there's been a number of quarterbacks that sucked. Give me A.J. McCarron. No, just hang on. It just takes it takes, it takes some time. I got you. I understand no, that. No, no. The this eye get, test is an absolute failure for Malik. Horrific. Horrific. Okay, I'm Couldn't just even saying. even for over a hundred yards. Give the guy, give the guy some time. Let him get settled in. Let him figure out the speed of the game. I'm just telling you because I, I mean, I, I know he played at Liberty. I know Liberty. Yeah. I, I mean, I know Liberty's not the end all of, of football schools, and never probably never will be. But he he put up he put up some pretty unreal numbers in Division One football at Liberty, and I, I think it's in him. It just has to be brought out. I mean, you know what I mean. Good luck finding it. That's all I can say. I, I think this year is, we need <laughs> Rom to to figure. You know, he's got a defense. Look down the stretch of this past season. The defense was looking very capable. We 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 strengthened that out. And the main thing is just get an offensive line that is worthy of playing in the NFL. And all well, you have to and all Ryan Tannehill has to do is hand the ball to Derek and manage. You know, team scoring less than twenty points because, you know, we if we had scored twenty one points every game this year, we would have well we would have been like. Oh, thirteen and three is you know defense yeah. did their job. Did okay, their job. I'm, I'm with you. All right. Well, speaking of uh, offense, you know, Lawan is gone, and they delivered they delivered all his uh, locker room stuff belongings in a garbage bag on his front steps. You know, they sent it over there, valet or whatever, from the Titans, and he put out on a tweet. He said he wanted to thank the Titans for del- Titans. For delivering their stuff, and you know that that's just and, and that's done a lot. I mean, you know they they, and they even gave him the shoulder pads and told him he could keep those old sweaty things. And I, I, uh, I would like to thank him for you know taking up fifteen percent of our cap space and never <laughs> taking the field. Yeah. So, thank you. For that. Well, I mean, and we we all totally get that. And I think you're talking about getting the offense. Getting getting an offensive line set and put in concrete and healthy will make a ton of difference offensively. Correct. I mean, it, it will I mean, help. Can't help, but hurt. Or it can't I mean, hurt, but help. I don't know how many. I don't know how many different people and how many different combinations the Titans had that that might have changed almost every game this year. Sure. I, and I think that's another question that has to get asked if after multiple seasons of this in a row is you know what's going on with our training and medical staff if we're getting di- if we're getting historic number of, of injuries? injuries and outages two seasons in a row i mean you know to an extent then we're not luck, then we're not whatever. who's but, training know, what, who's what's training the preparation what's yeah. the injury prevention methods being taken because this isn't happening to every team this isn't just football it happened at alabama us. a few years ago yeah. at the end of scott cochran's term i mean we had acl injury after acl injury right. yeah and, you know you got to get I think, these I think jack's right there's something to it you got to get these guys into stretch programs you've got to get people that understand uh the body and the tendons and the muscles and and and, and get them in there and in the off season and get their butt to work is what you got to do so okay we're going to take our second break this is the front porch sports radio hour I'm Drake, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes.
Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Come on, girl. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Now, hold on. Hold, hold everything. <laughs> now, you said I would recognize that song. I'd- That's Will Ferrell as Jackie <laughs> Moon <Ferrell>. from Semi-Pro. <laughs> Let's get real sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we were just talking about some funny sports movies, and obviously Semi- Semi-Pro is. Oh, man. And Woody uh, Slapshot is. Uh, you know, they're just some terrific uh, – Terrific 
sports movies out there. Semi pro. Oh yeah. Will Ferrell. Andre three thousand. The Flint Tropics, baby. The Flint Tropics. <laughs> they sell the jersey. They sell the, the Jackie Moon jersey. Old, old coffee black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great. It's about the ABA back okay. in seven. It was fantastic. Oh man, I've got. To, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna pull it up tonight. You, yes, home. you you will love it. Okay. I'm telling you, you uh, will love it. In, in, in speaking of that, that was a great segue because speaking of basketball and pro basketball. NBA news: Kevin Durant uh, debuted last night for his new team, the Phoenix Suns, against the depleted Charlotte Hornets. I'm not sure who they had out. Lamelo was okay. Oh, he's he's done for the season, isn't he? Lam- yeah, ball. Yeah, he's yeah. done for the season, right? Uh, against the depleted Hornets last night, uh, the Suns won 105 to 91. Durant. KD just played uh, 27 minutes, but he had 23 points. That's pretty, pretty efficient. You I know think, what I mean? I think Booker had 37. Okay. Yeah, they combined for 60, and they, I mean, it it was a scary side for Western Conference competitors. They, they, they seemed in sync yeah. immediately. Chris Paul didn't even have to do didn't much, he? but he's pulling strings for those. I mean, pulling strings for two guys that can score like those two with Chris Paul facilitating. It's I mean, they're, they're going to be sight. dangerous. Scary sight. Very dangerous. So he, Kevin Durant, very could, very well could be the piece. Uh, I don't know what the odds are on the Suns winning it all, but uh, you know, we could see. He also had uh, had six rebounds. Now, early January, he had an MCL injury. I don't think he tore it or anything. But I think it was probably just a sprain and had to have it stay off of it long enough to get it to heal back. For Mr. Durant, so uh, so they're looking good for the Suns. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else we got going on tonight in NCAA basketball? Um, let me see if I can pull up the conference scores here. Let me leave you guys hanging. Okay. Uh, Houston is at home against – number one, Houston's at home against Wichita State. UCLA is 11.5-point favorite. I'm – 25 and 4 against 20 and 9. Arizona State, Arizona State coming off big win over uh Arizona. In-state rival Arizona. I, I want to take Arizona State plus 11 and a half. Where's that game at? It's at Tempe? UCLA. Oh, it's oh. It's. And then uh Blackjack said he likes Wisconsin at home oh, rather than taking Purdue minus the four and a half. He said that Purdue's been figured out. I, yeah, I'm not. Both of y'all said Purdue's figured out. I explained it. Explain to our listeners why Purdue are are, are, are figured out. Make it a what? five versus four game by running up and down the floor with their seven foot four guy. Right. You know what I mean? You, you do what Vanderbilt did: go smaller, get get a team that can go up and down the floor quickly, uh, and then you, you're leaving him in the dust. I'm, I'm just telling you. And, yeah, I, I, I like that bet, too. And I also think if they lose tonight, that, that puts Purdue on the two-line going into March Madness, which is unbelievable if you told me that a month ago. Well, they're favored Purdue, Purdue's favored to win by four and a half by the books, and uh, the over-under is 127. So the lower the over-under, go under. The higher the over-under, go over, in my, my gambling opinion. Uh, so they're looking by they're saying Purdue by five or six in a very low scoring game, you know. I mean, you you look at you look at you know big games that Purdue has had of late, you know Indiana twice lost, um, big game against Maryland on the road lost badly, uh, they lost to my Northwestern Wildcats, 
relatively handily. But I've, won all the rest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's all in the last six games. You know, that, I mean, you know, they're 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 started, faltering. It started Super Bowl Sunday when they played Northwestern. Yep. Since then, they they've 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 been slipping. They've lost the game every week. I think a game plan has been figured out. You know, Edie is is great. He's gonna go. He's gonna kind of get his. But if they, you know, making it a guard v guard affair against this team, they're getting beat. Well, tonight's uh, the rest of tonight's action. Number eight, Arizona, twenty four and five goes to USC, twenty one and eight. Arizona's favored by only two and a half points in that game. Coming off a loss against Arizona State, it might be a little uh, what we call red ass. Basketball, excuse my French, but I mean you know that's the only way we put it. When you when a good team comes off a loss, especially from a from an in-state rival like Arizona State, it's true. So um, I, tonight I'm you know you just call me crazy, call me call me the dumb village idiot gambler. I'm going to take uh, Arizona minus the two and a half, Purdue minus the four and a half, and I'm going to take Arizona State plus the points. So. I mean, I'm sure I just got sucked in, but hey, it is what it is, right? I'll take the opposite on all those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'll just call you. We'll nah, just, right. we'll just we, do we each see. other, okay? All right, we won't have to worry about Caesars or any of those other cats, all right? <laughs> uh, let's see, in the SEC, you know, Jack, the first time we've had you on the show, What I mean, who – Obviously, Alabama. I mean, I mean, besides Alabama, who else? You like Texas A&M and the SEC? Do you, what about your Northwestern Wildcats? What kind of shot? <laughs> they they went and took care of business. Did they beat Maryland? No, we lost. We ended up losing to Maryland. That was sort of the crucial one. We, we, we could have locked up a two seed. Uh, but I, I I feel good about Northwestern going into going into the Big Tournament, Big Ten Tournament. Um, they've performed well above expectations against pretty much all of our big in conference opponents. So anyone looking for an inside tip on that, I, I I'd see Northwestern doing pretty well as far as the SEC. Um, like we were talking about earlier, I don't think we can look past Alabama as as the team with the most pedigree in close games and just the deepest and most talent. I'm not as familiar uh, with Texas A&M, but they've obviously been putting together a good season. We're going to find out a lot on Saturday. I'm excited. I'm excited for yeah. that. We got that one. Matchup. We got one more big weekend before uh, conference tournament. Conference tournaments. Oh, yeah. The SEC is going to be in Nashville, so it's an exciting week here in Middle Tennessee. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Clayton the Claw Harris. Our special guest, Black Jack Blackstone, and. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow, same time, same bat channel, 4 o'clock. You all have a great night. Crazy. Flew, that flew by. But that's-